The first note arrived just under two weeks ago, pushed through the letterbox while I was upstairs. Sometimes when Edward is out, this time Geraldine had dragged him to dinner with some boring banker type she was hoping would invest in the Grange, I lock myself in the bathroom so I can pretend I'm not all alone in the house in the dark. The gatehouse can feel so isolated, surrounded by tall trees that block the noise from the road and cast eerie shadows against the windows. I thought it was junk mail at first, expecting to open it to find a flyer for a local takeaway or a letter from an estate agency telling me they wanted to help sell my home. But then I read those five words written in curling copper plate. Secrets and lies ruin lives. I had frozen, staring at the words as the room started to swirl and shift around me. My feet turned to blocks of ice on the cold stone floor, and all the blood rushed to my heart, beating a mile a minute. Who had sent it? How could they possibly know? After a few minutes, the spell holding me in place had begun to dissipate. I locked every door, every window, lowered every blind, drew every curtain tried to fight the overwhelming desire to crawl into the darkest corner of the house and hide there until morning. In the end, I went to bed, the covers pulled over my head, praying for the sun to rise and reveal this was all just a bad dream. But the note was still hidden in my desk when I looked the next morning, and so I composed myself, put on a nice dress and some makeup, and went to the police. The police officer was an attractive guy in his late twenties, He'd put the note in one of those evidence bags, you know, the ones that look like a glorified sandwich bag, and spent all of about 20 seconds looking at it before he handed it back to me. And? he asked, tilting his head slightly. And? I replied, confused. Is this all? It's a threatening note sent to my home. Someone knows where I live. Right. He drew the word out. It doesn't seem very threatening. He shrugged his shoulders. I went back a few days later when the second note came. Some secrets are buried deeper than others. It was the same officer. Back again? He read the new card before sitting back into his chair. Do you use social media, Mrs. Taylor? Of course. I stopped myself from adding who doesn't. I blog and use Instagram for my business. I added that last bit, hoping it would make him take me more seriously. And do you post pictures? Of yourself? Your home? Of course. Could someone have seen your address online? A stack of posts in the background of you pout, uh, <laughs> posing? I mean, well, because I think this is probably just someone messing with you. You think it's a prank? I didn't bother going back especially after what had happened to my friend Natalia. Natalia Ormerod was a fashion blogger and Instagram star, one of the very first non-celeb people to hit over a million followers. Was. Past tense. 18 months ago, she began receiving these anonymous notes. Day after day she would get them, week after week, month after month. She only showed us the first few. A year ago, someone hacked her Instagram account and uploaded photos onto her feed. They weren't explicit. Instagram would have deleted them if they were. 
but they pretty clearly showed Natalia with a guy who wasn't her husband. The next day, her entire social media just vanished. We met through this group chat for influencers, a bunch of us getting together so we'd feel less alone in an industry that is basically bonkers. She posted a cryptic message before leaving the chat about wanting to be left alone to rebuild, but that she wished she'd just given them what they wanted. The rumour mill had gone into overdrive, but the consensus was that she was the victim of a reputation scam and had refused, or been unable, I guess, to pay the demands. So whoever was behind it had revealed everything. Her shameful secrets splashed across the internet for everyone to see. For her husband to see. <laughs> 